0: Hi, you're about to get smarter in just a few minutes with Curiosity Daily from Curiosity.com. I'm Cody Goff.
1: And I'm Ashley Hamer. Today, you'll learn about the genius math behind credit card numbers and how parents' brains synchronize when they're together. Then play along at home and test your podcast knowledge with this month's Curiosity Challenge trivia game.
0: Let's satisfy and challenge some curiosity.
1: When you shop online and enter your credit card number, have you ever noticed that one wrong digit is enough for the card to be marked invalid? Have you ever wondered why? I mean, there are more than a billion credit cards in the world. Why doesn't a mistake just charge someone else's card?
0: And like a credit card can be instantly rejected even if there's no internet connection, right?
1: Right. And it turns out that credit card numbers can do this all on their own, thanks to some really cool math. It all comes down to the very last digit called the check digit. The check digit can tell you if a credit card number has been typed wrong or if it's even real. It's determined by a math formula called the Loon algorithm, otherwise known as the Modulo 10 algorithm. It works like this, and fair warning, this gets a little complicated. So that final check digit is determined mathematically by all the digits that come before it. To calculate it, The first step is to double every other digit, starting with the one next to the check digit, and moving to the left. If that math ever gives you a double-digit number, you add those two digits together. So, like, 2 times 4 is a single digit, 8, but 2 times 6 is two digits, 12. Those digits added together end up as 3. Once you've replaced all those, you just add up the first 15 digits of the card number the check digit will be the number you need to add to make the result divisible by 10. (laughs) I told you this gets a little complicated. So like, if all the digits add up to 81, you need to add 9 to get 90. So the check digit will be a 9. If the sum were 90 outright, the check digit would just be a 0. When you type in a credit card number, the computer does all of this math super quickly. If you make a mistake, the check digit will disagree with the math, and the computer will instantly know you made a mistake. Now, it's not fail-safe. There's a 1 in 10 chance that a random number will have the right check digit. But it will always catch a single mistyped digit and almost always catch a pair of swapped numbers. And those are the most common ways people get credit card numbers wrong. This algorithm is embedded in tons of important numbers, not just on credit cards. You can find it in vehicle identification numbers or VIN numbers, barcodes, book ISBN numbers, and even some countries' social security numbers. Computer scientists even use something like this to identify when data has been garbled in transmission. So, that number on your credit card? It's a lot smarter than you probably thought.
0: That is impressive. Let's check the math. Ashley, what's your credit card number?
1: I'm not falling
0: for that one again. <laughs> <laughs> With lots of workplaces still closed due to the pandemic, some families are spending more time together than ever, and this has proven particularly challenging for parents. I'll know that firsthand in about a month. But new research is showing just how much co-parents can depend on each other, because their brains actually sync up when they're together. Not sure my wife will believe this once we start parenting, but we'll see. So, for this study, scientists from a university in Singapore recruited 24 heterosexual couples with kids aged four or younger. The couples first filled out a questionnaire to give the scientists a sense of how often each parent usually took the lead with childcare. Next, they outfitted each participant with a headband full of sensors that measured activity in the prefrontal cortex. That's the region of the brain responsible for executive function. Stuff like self-control, motivation, and planning. The couples either sat in the same room together or in separate rooms, while the researchers played them a series of sound clips. A baby crying, a baby laughing, an adult crying, an adult laughing, and static as a control sound. Next, the researchers analyzed the couple's brain activity. They found that activity in the prefrontal cortex actually synced up when the couple was in the room together. Now, importantly, that wasn't true when they ran the same experiment with randomly matched strangers. The researchers say synchrony in this area of the brain suggests that parents are especially attuned to each other's emotions, behavior, and point of view when they're in the same room together. But when they dug into the details, it got even more interesting. For one thing, their brains were only synchronized for positive or neutral sound clips, like a laughing baby or static not for negative sounds like crying. That might sound like a problem, but the researchers say that's actually not a bad thing. Past research has shown couples who have greater brain synchrony during stressful situations fight more often. In this study, brain synchrony was also greater among younger first-time parents, which suggests that parents probably get more independent and self-sufficient with experience. Synchrony was also greater in couples where the mom took the lead in parenting. Studies show mothers are more likely to solve conflicts through mediation, while fathers tend to solve them by asserting their authority. When mothers take the lead then, it makes sense that they would try to coordinate their response with that of their partner, and that would show up as synchronized brain activity. So this study proves that parenting really is a team sport. So parents, next time you're feeling overwhelmed, turn to your partner. When it comes to raising kids, you can literally put your heads together.
1: It's time once again for the Curiosity Challenge. Every month, I call up a listener and put them to the test by asking three questions from stories we ran on Curiosity Daily in the previous month. For this Curiosity Challenge, I talked to Kayanne, who's an educator and Curiosity Daily listener in Phoenix, Arizona. Let's get started. All right. So question number one. This planet in our solar system doesn't have rings now, but it did many times in its history. That's thanks to a destructive cycle where a moon would break apart, turn into a ring, and then turn into a new moon again. What planet is it? Is it A, Mercury, B, Mars, or C, Neptune? It's Mars. That's right. It's Mars. Hooray. (laughs) All right. Cool. Moving right along. Number two the FDA just authorized the first video game-based therapy. What condition is it approved to treat? A, clinical depression, B, PTSD or post-traumatic stress disorder, or C, ADHD or attention deficit hyperactivity disorder? It's C, ADHD. That's right. Yeah. Oh, wow. You're doing great. All right. Number three for all the marbles. The blue blood of this sea creature is considered the most valuable medical resource in the world. What animal is it? Is it A, the European squid, B, the horseshoe crab, or C, the pistol shrimp? It's B, the horseshoe crab. Yes. Oh, my gosh. You got all three right. (laughs) You've really been listening. (laughs) That's great. Yeah, it's great. (laughs) Yeah, nice work. Nailed it. I am so impressed. How did you do? Well, if you'd like to play next month, or if you have a question you'd like us to answer on the show, shoot us an email at podcast at curiosity.com or leave us a voicemail at 312-596-5208.
0: Before we recap what we learned today, here's a sneak peek at what you'll hear next week on Curiosity Daily.
1: Next week, you'll learn about why moths are drawn to lights, the complicated way interstellar travel can mess with language, how we may be able to fight climate change with rocks,
0: and more. Wait a minute. Isn't there something else we'll learn about? I feel like next week is special for some reason. Wait, I know. Can I cue the dramatic music? Because I'm going to cue the dramatic music. Because it's... Shark Shark Week! Week!
1: That's right! Next week, we're going to dive in to a different shark-themed topic every day. Can sharks really smell a drop of blood from a mile away? Why did the U.S. military try to develop shark repellent during World War II? And what happened when our friend Forrest Galante, host of Extinct or Alive on Animal Planet, went looking for missing shark species off the coast of South Africa?
0: Stay tuned next week for our special Shark Week coverage, along with the variety of topics you've come to know and love from Curiosity Daily. And, of course, dramatic music climaxes like this. And now let's recap what we learned today, starting with the fact that credit cards use a complicated mathematical algorithm so computers can tell if they're legit. The Loon algorithm is also used in barcodes, book ISBN numbers, and lots of other places. Didn't you say social security numbers, Ashley? What's your social security number?
1: (laughs) Stop it. (laughs) (laughs) And we learned that parents' brains synchronize when they're together, especially when a baby's making positive or neutral sounds. They don't sync up as much during negative sounds because that would actually be a bad thing.
0: Evolution, man. I just know my wife is like the smartest person I've pretty much ever known. So I'm counting on some of that syncing up to help us out when we become parents very soon.
1: Well, this is, uh, yeah, this is good news for you
0: guys. Mostly me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Today's stories were written by Cameron Duke and Steffi Drucker and edited by Ashley Hammer, who's the managing editor for Curiosity Daily.
1: Today's episode was produced and edited by Cody Goff.
0: Have a great weekend, memorize your credit card number, and join us again Monday for Shark Week to learn something new in just a few minutes.
1: And until then, stay curious.